Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network invite you to discover your mission. A brand new in-depth monthly video series featuring engaging Catholic speakers who will challenge you to live your life abundantly. For only $25 a month, you will receive a personal monthly mission, including three full-length inspirational talks that build upon a new theme each month. Sign up for the Discover Your Mission tier at patreon.com slash Patchwork Heart Ministry today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Hungry for More. I'm your host, Al Smith, the Pipe Padre. And uh, today I want to talk about amassing a fortune in 2021. Okay. Now, uh, it could be a fortune, a financial fortune, or a spiritual fortune. Um, I'll let you guess which one it's going to be. But uh, I want to talk about. Um, making some increases in 2021. So uh, I'm going to have a special guest uh, with me tonight, a good friend from many years, Kent Kohalski, the founder and director of Fiat Ministry Network, uh, my old partner in crime, going to bring him back to uh, have a little bit of a chat and we'll discuss some of our strategies together. So uh, let's begin with prayer as we always do. And so uh, I'd love to invoke the intercession of St. Teresa of Avila. So please join me for this beautiful prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Let nothing disturb you. Let nothing frighten you. All things are passing. God never changes. Patience obtains all things. Nothing is wanting to him who possesses God. God alone suffices. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, I'm sure I got your attention when I said about amassing a fortune in 2021. So uh, I'm a big believer in sharing the wealth. So I want to bring onto the screen uh, my good friend, uh, Kent Kohalski from uh, Fiat Ministry Network. Uh, Kent, welcome back to Hungry for More. Thanks for having me back, Al. Appreciate it. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Uh, we go way back, way back. And um, uh, I think in 2013, we met and uh, we started to uh, appear on each other's shows in 2014. And we continued that tradition for many years. And so, uh, again, it's uh, we've uh, journeyed a lot and we've seen yeah. the Catholic media landscape change uh, over the years, but uh, we're still here. So uh, <laughs> God is good. God is good. Yes. Anyway, uh, so I know that, uh, again, everybody has the challenges. Uh, we talk about COVID and we talk about uh, ministries and how you're going to survive. And they use words like pivot, like how are you going to pivot now that, uh, you know, the churches are uh, restricting the traffic, uh, be it 
conferences, masses, etc. Um, and I always just say, well, the church has a long history of adversity, and uh, we will uh, navigate to these challenging times. But uh, again, Kent, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what God's doing in your life. And again, I think a lot of times people realize that you're behind the scenes, uh, but over the last few months, you've been more behind the scenes than uh, behind the camera. So um, again, uh, give us a little insight as what's going on uh, in the world of the Fiat Ministry Network. Yeah, uh, thanks, Al. Um, I appreciate it. And a lot of help from you. I mean, just talking with you, just doing uh, everything that we can, you know, work together each other out with what can I do to broaden Fiat um, there's a lot of things that have happened with Fiat in the last couple of months that you know it, it's just you know God is you have to be humble with the things that happen in the situation take it you know, as being a problem you know, lift it up take a situation from a bad situation into a good situation in the new year. Um, the, uh, there was a situation with the YouTube channel going down. I know a lot of you know, a lot of influx and changing with the social media surrounding video, what can you say, what you can't say. So there's a lot of situations that we Leave was fine. Uh, appealed. So luckily, you have something doing this kind of work, having a background. But it's also a humbling to go through everything and relive some stuff that. Did ten years ago, and also to say, okay, we're gonna, you know, go and you know, learn this and you know, keep he got going. Uh, I know Al, you've been a big help with us. I I just know that, you know, what would you know Bishop Fulton Jean would do in this situation? Yeah, going on, just so. Uh, massive audience that he had right be white but i just yeah always yeah i think yeah no no and i'm glad you asked that question because uh just to bring everybody up to speed is that uh many um internet broadcasters like myself and kent uh have been censored and um again uh, we woke up one morning and uh, the fiat ministry youtube channel which had been um going since 2013 was taken down by YouTube and um, they really didn't give us a reason. <laughs> they just said, uh, we don't like your content and um, we're not going to even give you an appeal. So uh, we woke up one morning and um, again, the network was gone. 
And um, again, we see it with uh, the President of the United States. Uh, his social media has been taken down and um, it's happened all over the map. And so uh, the censorships and um, removal of content, removal of uh, followers, uh, you hear every programmer sharing the same pain. Uh, it's difficult, it's difficult. But um, what Fulton Sheen taught me was two things. One, remember, it's not your, um, it's not your server in the sense of um, you have the opportunity to uh, go on there, but it's not your right. And a lot of times people say, oh, my rights have been violated. Well, remember, they're the host. And if they want to change their mind and, and not have you, that's their prerogative. Remember, it's their, it's their baseball um, bat and mitt and glove. So we just get to play. So uh, just uh, be be real about the situation and uh, see it for what it really is. And two, one thing that Fulton Sheen taught me was when he was studying at the um, Louvain University in Belgium, uh, his professor, Cardinal Mercier, uh, said to him, I want you to get into the habit of taking your notes and destroying them every year. Uh, create your content and uh, produce it and share it but uh, be able to tear up your notes every year and make new content every time. And uh, again, I, I learned that years ago and I've, I've lost my uh, hard drive a couple times now where uh, all of my videos, all of my content uh, evaporated. But it wasn't so hard because uh, again, Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen said, you'll just start again, you'll just do it again and uh, probably be even better the second time around. Now, if you do have a backup drive, you can reboot it and, and share it again. And I think that's what we've done here at the Fiat Ministry Network is that we had a bunch of archive shows that we still have copies of and we're, we're re-releasing them, uh, you know, a, a couple every week. And so uh, those old, uh, you know, Hungry for More shows with Deacon Harold Sivers and Jesse Romero and a lot of the, uh, you know, stars that you come and know and love, we'll have those reloaded in the next few weeks. So uh, not to worry, but again, uh, very humbling. And we have to trust in the Lord. The Lord will give us platforms. Uh, he'll make us kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, remake ourselves, if that's the right word to use. And uh, again, uh, we're, we're here to play. And uh, Jesus said it would never be easy. <laughs> and he said, remember, they hated me first, okay? So uh, <laughs> if you're persecuted, hated, uh, denied access to uh, a different uh, medium, that's okay. Remember, they hated me first. So uh, we're in good company, Kent. We're in good company uh, with the Lord. So uh, consider it a badge of honor. That's what I always <laughs> do. Is it's a, it's a badge of honor, but um, it doesn't stop me from waking up every morning and saying, hey, I want to create some content. I want to share some Bishop Shane with the audience that's out there. And it may be a different platform next month. It may be a bit more on Rumble. It may be uh, still a little bit with YouTube. They still, um, they let us uh, exist maybe on another channel. Um, I think I have four Al Smith channels, <laughs> um, just in case, just in case, you know. And um, again, there's the My Bishop Gene channel too. So uh, again, uh, let's all just know that um, Again, we're not um, loved by everybody, okay? Uh, we are sharing the gospel. 
and it comes at a price. It comes at a price. So um, again, I don't know if I rambled on there. Sorry about that, Kent. No, it's no, no. Uh, hey, it's <laughs> that's, that's part of it is, is that you know continuing to go and taking that humble step to re you know, just re event that you know different content to to that point in time because but then to bring back i mean what you're doing with difficult i mean someone to look up he he had the media in his day 30 million is that around what he was right, getting right. i mean viewership yeah. like come on yeah and and you got to remember remember he was taken off the air so uh bishop shane knows our pain uh here we are we're rolling thousands and thousands of subscribers on our channel and uh you know we had some videos that were going viral i remember uh we did a video with blessed carlos acudos uh we interviewed his mother four years ago and when blessed carlos uh, finally became blessed all of a sudden that one video just took off and uh, we had ourselves a viral video, which, um, you know, had tens of thousands of views. It was excellent. But Fulton Sheen, remember, he had five uh, award-winning seasons and then ran into trouble with his, um, his cardinal, his uh, superior. And the next thing you know, his show was taken off television. So there was this gap where he didn't have a home. And um, again, he was devastated, I'm sure. And uh, many of us are devastated when we have that severe loss after great momentum of having tons of views, tons of likes, tons of followers, and then all of a sudden we're cut. And so um, again, Fulton Sheen knows our pain. And uh, he came back and of course he did his Bishop Sheen show uh, in the 60s and in the 70s and uh, still had to have tens of millions of viewers tune into that show. So um, again, he uh, didn't say, uh, <laughs> he didn't go away and cry too long. He was looking for every opportunity he could to preach the gospel. So, and that's what we're doing here too, uh, trying to take every opportunity we can to share the gospel. Yeah, no, I told, and, and to tonight, you know, topic, that, you know, a fortune. I mean, what kind of fortune are we, you know, you know I think sometimes the fortunes are different than the same thing. Yes, and all ministries are, you know, asking, but we get so much more in the sense of comments and any kind of emails that we get back. I mean, how you probably get a lot from the book that you're selling and just everything you're doing. But I think that's really the fortune that I get. And Matt, you know, just getting, building up, you know, 2021, we got That's the thing that I'm looking at that I, I've always had. Like I, I can save them. Saved, you know, in my other background. I, I can remember, and, and I know you've mentioned hunger for more, you know, you get people, oh, that video that I did like a couple of years ago and like that's what it is all is mm -hmm. share the gospel share in some kind of evangelization share and help people one soul at a time I think that's one of the 
Both of us. Do together is share and work at one source. Very important. This day is made so much being taken away, especially in the United States. Canada is finally way UL, but it's just we gotta stick together. Like that's one thing I really always talked about with Fiat is the community. We can amass a fortune with being together. Gifts, talent, a way of just opening up to each other. It's so much more. Yeah, a buck here and buck there is great, and we really appreciate it. We really do. Uh, but to have that talent, gift to share, uh, is a fortune. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's this whole thing of what currency do we want to. Um, handle. Um, Fulton Sheen, of course, a famous line, I've quoted it a hundred times a month, I think, is unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. And so in 1949, when he penned the book, Peace of Soul, uh, that's the very first line of that book, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. He was in the business of saving souls. And he, uh, his love for souls was infectious. Um, He woke up every day, and he wanted to bring uh, the peace that passes all understanding, the peace of Christ, into people's lives. And he wanted to, uh, of course, bring souls to the church. And, uh, you know, I think he has hundreds of thousands of souls to his record. I know I travel across North America, and I've met many of his converts over the years, people that say, I became Catholic because of Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. And uh, so many people have drawn closer to our blessed Lord, uh, the Blessed Virgin Mary, the sacraments, all because of his instruction. So uh, he knew that um, he was going to be asked this question when uh, he stood before our Lord and Savior on Judgment Day. And that question is a bit scary, but uh, I'll say it now. Uh, What imagine, imagine if Jesus asked you this one question, he said, show me your children and it's very sobering because you think about it that when we come to the end of our life will we have many spiritual children um, to be able to show to jesus Um, he gives us these talents i mean the reason why there's the parable of the talents is that uh, he wants us to use our talent to bring back even more and uh, so are we tending to souls are we trying to bring souls uh, to christ yes I have three children. Uh, they're all adults and, uh, again, did everything I could to encourage them to practice the faith, to, uh, you know, we raise them Catholic, and I trust that they will stay on course. Um, but again, uh, those are just my own biological children and my grandchildren. But what are my spiritual children? Have I tried to, you know, be a sponsor through baptism, through confirmation? Uh, Do I go out and try to uh, bring people through the RCIA program? But uh, it's this whole sense, I want to have this engagement to bring souls to Christ. And uh, to be able to answer that question, uh, when uh, the Lord says, show me your children, uh, I hope and pray that I'll be able to show him 
uh, many good souls that um, through, uh, again, inspirations of the Holy Spirit, um, we were able to do together because it is a partnership, I like to say. And uh, we have lots of help. But um, again, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved. It's that business of bringing souls to Christ. And uh, again, at the Fiat Ministry Network, I, I love our slogan. Uh, it's all about saying yes to Jesus Christ. We want to have a conversation so that people uh, will say yes to Jesus. And uh, there's been many people that have said yes to Jesus by tuning in to uh, our shows. And um, again, we just try. <laughs> I, I, I somehow always say it's my playtime. It's when I get to go and uh, just goof around. Uh, but still, I think these conversations usually hit the mark uh, once in a while. So um, I think we've had a good beginning uh, opening commentary here just talking about the business of saving souls. And uh, Hopefully, at the end of our lives, we will have, um, again, a treasure, a treasure. Yeah. And, you know, I, I try to say to people right away, and I use the numbers game, because I know, Kent, you and I get uh, compared um, a lot in the sense that people will say, oh, how many views did you get last week on that video on the rosary? Oh, 4,000 on Facebook and 5,000 on 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 um, youtube oh that's good you did a good week last week and um how'd you do with donations i know you've got that big bill you got to pay the radio station so everybody it's all about numbers and numbers and and you know i apologize sometimes uh, people who listen to my radio show um i have two big bills i have to pay every year uh to the radio station because we buy airtime and uh you know it's it's ten thousand dollars so uh by the grace of god we raise that money and uh people pay that bill so we can be on the radio uh but still you know sometimes you have to ask for the money but still hopefully uh at the end we've either brought we've brought hopefully hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of souls to christ through our radio ministry but uh, what fulton sheen said in 1937 and this sticks with me and i say this all the time um he says, let's do some math together. Uh, let's just say that UL Smith was the only person in the whole world that believed in the Catholic Church and it's, um, you know, the sacraments and all of, you know, you're the only one. But you went and met Ken Kohalski and you uh, brought Kent Kohalski to the faith. And at the end of the year, there was the two of you guys. Okay. Now, that during the following year, you and Kent go out and get one soul each, okay? And that's what you have to do, is just try to go get one soul a year. And so at the end of one year, there was two of us. And at the end of uh, the second year, there's four of us because Kent went and got another one. I went and got another one. There's four of us. Now imagine if those four go out and get one soul each. Well, at the end of that year, there's eight, okay? And then you're doing great. And then you say, okay, you eight, go out and get eight more. And we keep doing that. And you know, when you do the math, how many souls you will have after 30 years, just 30 years. Um, I'm almost, I'm turning 60, but just imagine after 30 years, um, if I just kept with that formula of going and get one soul and everybody else got one soul, at the end of 30 years, the number of souls would be 1 billion, 73 million, 741,824 souls. And that's, you know, I, I always say to people, okay, when the show's over, get your calculator out and go two 
four, eight, <laughs> 16, 32, 64. And when you get to the 30th multiplier, it's 1,073,741,824. Like, you know, we're always worried about numbers and, you know, how many souls do we bring to Christ? We can do pretty good numbers here, you know? <laughs> yeah. I remember that kind of that formula in like math when the pennies were like you right. you know, two pennies and all that. And yeah. And souls, just to think about the souls and the people that you're touching in that sense of people building off of that. It would it's amazing that that's one thing that we have to get to. I mean, I know you're gonna A good starting point is just to talk about it. Because it, it takes a little effort, and that's the thing. You know, we we anything that's a little bit over, like we have to do that work. We have to lift up that cross every day. And sometimes it's kind of overwhelming. And everything. Okay, we'll put it on the back of the stove and wait the whole day. We'll do it. We'll do it. Kind of, mm-hmm. But we have to get to that doing it. To get right. that, I mean, to get that 30 years of goals mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Okay, so, and I, okay, so I say to people, okay, look, that was simple. That was just one soul a year. And if I said to you, you got 12 months to work on one soul, just one, we all have one or two friends and even family members that we would love, and we think probably if we conversed with them, had coffee with them once in a while, we could bring them closer to Jesus, you know, or maybe put a book in their hands, maybe, uh, again, uh, team them up with somebody else, but still have that as a project to say, I want to try to bring Jim to the church. I want to try to bring my uh, cousin to the church like it's it's this whole thing of uh, set the goal set the goal and put that person on your radar or persons because you may strike out with one and then another but still have that goal like that whole thing is saying um, what do they say fail to plan and plan to fail like you have to have a plan and so set some goals some realistic goals like i mean i always have my weight loss goals right <laughs> like i mean always january 1st comes i go wow wow <laughs> that's the scale lied again <laughs> like now my scale's screaming right <laughs> my, <laughs> I, I, I heard it scream i heard it scream but it, you know they say covid 19 and 19 pounds or whatever um in Canada, we use kilos. Okay. <laughs> kilos. It's 2.2. So anyway, uh, let's just say I've got my weight loss, weight loss goals. Okay. So, and I've got a plan. I had to, um, I've done, I've lost 50 pounds four times in my life. Okay. So, um, I, I, I know how to lose 50 pounds. I've done it four times. Uh, I've gained it back four times, <laughs> but, um, but I know how to do it. So, uh, I just got to follow the plan and I'll lose the 50 pounds. So that's all cool. But, what about my spiritual plan? Um, how many of us, and I tell this, okay, how many of us ever write down any spiritual goals? Um, I've never written down any spiritual goals. I don't write down, I'm going to read my Bible every day. I'm going to try to get to mass 52 times a year. I'm going to try to uh, do an extra 200 rosaries. Like I've never written down anything like that. Like yet 
I write down things for my food, what I'm going to do. I got the plan all written down. But when it comes to spiritual goals, we never write any of this down. And I, I wrote it all down. <laughs> I, 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 I spent some time. I thought, if I'm going to walk the walk and talk the talk and all that other stuff, I'm going to write down my spiritual goals. And I thought, we'll share some of them tonight. And um, because, again, this is the whole thing. Fail to plan plan to fail. So we have to set some goals, write these things down and get inspired. Um, and then check, check our list and, you know, see if we fall. Cause we see when you don't have a list, you got nothing to check in February. So February comes and you got no map to even follow. So uh, write some things down. So uh, we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back and we're going to make a list and, you know, everybody's got their New Year's resolutions and all that stuff. We're going to show, give you a financial, not a financial, a spiritual plan, how to be rich uh, by the end of 2021. So uh, we'll take a short break and be back here on Hungry for More. Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network invite you to discover your mission. A brand new in-depth monthly video series featuring engaging Catholic speakers who will challenge you to live your life abundantly. For only $25 a month, you will receive a personal monthly mission, including three full-length inspirational talks that build upon a new theme each month. Sign up for the Discover Your Mission tier at patreon.com slash patchworkheartministry today. Hey everyone, it's Anne DeSantis here to tell you about my new online TV show called Journeys in Faith. Thanks to Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Radio, I'll be interviewing some amazing guests who'll share with all of us their journeys in faith. It's going to be great, and I can't wait for you to be introduced to some truly good people who are working hard to bring deeper faith to others. It's all about relationship with God and living out our mission as intentional disciples. Join me on Fridays, Eastern Time, for Journeys in Faith, 8.30 to 9.30. Subscribe at Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry on both Facebook and YouTube. I'll see you Friday, and have a great week. God bless. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hungry for More. I've got in the house here my good friend, Ken Kowalski, and uh, we're going to uh, put together our list, uh, our, um, I want to say, our map, and we're going to do our forecasting, and uh, hopefully at the end of the year, we're going to have our spiritual fortune. So uh, again, let's uh, work on this together and um, uh, develop a plan because we don't want to fail. We want to succeed. So, um, you know, I, I always think the currency, okay, so the currency I want to deal with is souls, uh, blessings, and graces, okay? So um, this is kind of what we want and how do we get you know, blessings and graces. And of course, how do we uh, bring souls to Christ? And uh, St. Paul wrote in scripture, um, or he said, and we, we, of course, we wrote it down. Somebody wrote it down. Uh, what was it? Um, when you try to save someone else's soul, you save your own. Um, I'll have to look it up and give you a chapter and verse. But when we make the effort to save a soul, we actually work on saving our own. So, um, this whole thing of going out to try to help and save a soul uh, will be beneficial to uh, saving our soul. And that is the end game. The end game is to get uh, 
of course, to heaven and have our souls saved. But um, let's uh, work on amassing some spiritual graces and blessings and to say, how do we do that? How do we do that? And um, I know the first thing that um, I think we all fall off the wagon somehow is that we all say that we're going to read our Bible. <laughs> we all say, oh boy, I'm going to make the Bible priority number one. And I already signed up for uh, Father Mike Schmidt's read the Bible in a year. Um, <laughs> I already know three people that have stopped. Okay. <laughs> they signed up and they said, let's do this because um, it's hard. It's hard because again, um, it, it requires a commitment and you feel like if you miss a day, you get behind and then, um, yeah. So my, my wife and I are feeling we're cutting off. Yeah. yeah. And, and so here's what I do is that I found that work for me was that, um, that whole Bible before breakfast, Bible before bed, that, um, I think Father Larry Richards, um, many people know of him, made that, that famous. He, he preached that for years, and I heard it one time at a men's conference, and I thought, you know what, that's doable. That's doable. Do uh, pick up your Bible before you have breakfast, read a few passages, and before you go to sleep, have the Word of God in your mind. And I tell you, that little simple uh, discipline, Bible before breakfast, Bible before bed, is doable because I'm not asking you or, uh, you know, again, the world's not saying to you, you have to read 12 pages, three pages. It may just be a passage, but you're going to God. It's almost like you're going uh, to get your first meal, which is the Word of God, before your second meal, which is breakfast, and call it a late-night snack if you <laughs> have the Bible before you go to bed. So um, let's write down on our list, um, Bible before breakfast, Bible before bed. You, you've got to put the Word of God in there. You want graces and blessings uh, and to become stronger? We need the Word of God. But again, sometimes the doing the Bible in a year thing uh, doesn't always work. Um, it doesn't always work as well. I don't know. I like what, um, well, I think it was Dr. Taylor Marshall. He challenged everybody to read the gospel of John during Advent. And so I was able to read the gospel of John during Advent, uh, because someone challenged me to say, just read the gospel of John. And some people just say, start with the gospel of Mark, start with the gospel uh, you know, so, but take a book of the Bible, be it Romans, Galatians, and go at it, you know, one page at a time, but set those small goals. But um, if you get into the discipline of Bible before breakfast, Bible before bed, you're going to have success, man. You're going to have, you're going to have some money, <laughs> some <laughs> spiritual money, some spiritual money. It's just that one, just that one discipline, that one good habit to do. It's a habit of anything you're doing, having. You know, if you kind of finalize and kind of make it its own thing and kind of have it, um, I, I think of, as you were speaking, I'm, I'm thinking, like, we have a, a large yard. And if you would go all over the place mowing the grass, <laughs> our, our neighbors would be like, what are you doing? You kind of have to go through a path of mowing the lawn to make it look nice and all that it's kind of, of the effort of what you're doing in spiritual life so you gotta have that kind of nice rose and just pathway of going 
uh, through uh, whatever you're doing or just the, the gospel of John and just going through that part of the Bible. And that might be, that's all you can do for that moment of that year, of the time of the year. And then maybe go to another part of the, uh, another gospel uh, you know, in a couple months after you're done. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I think yeah. that's how I would think about it too. Right. I've um, had one friend that, um, you know, I subscribe to the Magnificat magazine, which is a little daily missile. And uh, it has, you know, morning prayer, afternoon prayer, evening prayer, and it has the mass readings. And uh, some people get into the habit of when they do their Bible before breakfast, they read the mass readings before they eat. So they have the readings of, of the church in their head and in their heart for the day. And it only takes a few minutes to read, you know, the Old Testament passage, the Psalm and the gospel passage. So um, that is maybe a tip for some people is to uh, read the readings of the day so that you join everybody, um, you know, in, with the church and, uh, you know, the family that prays together stays together. So, um, you know, some people pray the divine office and, you um, Again, it is a good holy habit to have, but uh, sometimes it can be intimidating for some uh, to say, wow, that's a lot of morning prayer, night prayer, <laughs> like, you know, and again, we're not trying to make everybody a saint in one month, you know, <laughs> you know, but do it all that's doable. So I know what's doable for me is Bible before breakfast, Bible before bed. That's doable. I can do that. And uh, again, maybe it's only five minutes. It might only be one page of the Bible, but it's that holy habit of doing that. So, and there's blessings that come from that. So, uh, and benefits. So there's that. Um, The other challenge I give people is, okay, let's talk about our daily prayer. Um, and a checklist, you know, and, and again, because my wife is good for me. She always says to me, did you say your morning offering? Did you say your, did you, did you do that yet? Cause you know, for me, I just get up and get going and she's there. No, no, no. Did you pray your guardian angel prayer? Did you pray, um, you know, the morning offering, the acts of faith, hope and love? Like, did you do all that? I'm going, so, I mean, thank you, thank you, Jesus, that I have this beautiful wife that does that for me uh, and helps me. And we have to be part and you have to have like a team around you if you can, <laughs> if you can. Like, um, I always think how, you know, we have the church militant, the church suffering and the church triumphant in that we have a lot of help to um, be successful in this amassing a spiritual fortune. The saints amass that spiritual fortune. And they cashed out. <laughs> they're they're, not, they're now in heaven. Okay, they're doing good. They're doing good. Yeah. They don't need they don't need it anymore. Like they got their blessings, and they have their high place in heaven. Uh, but I think it's this whole thing is they're they're here to help us, um, especially the holy souls in purgatory, and um, uh, they can help us too, and we can help them. But it's this whole sense of building the team around you, having friends that maybe will challenge you and remind you to say, how you doing with your spiritual uh, fortune project, you know? Yeah. But um, I think you have to set goals too with some of the basics. Um, you know, set some goals with rosaries, masses, um, and holy hours. Um, all of us, I'd like to say, try to go to mass at least once a week. Um, but some of us may make a, a spiritual challenge to say, I want to, in 2021, try to go to a few extra masses, if I could. 
now, especially with COVID restrictions, um, it's even more of a sacrifice to try to sometimes schedule in because you have to phone and reserve a spot. And uh, But again, there's blessings there for sure, for sure. So um, having that idea of saying, I want to try to make this many holy hours, or um, I know for me, I'm praying some extra rosaries each month, um, trying to do one um, every day or every second day, uh, because I really feel this call to do an extra rosary uh, in reparation. Uh, when I went to the United States to um, work on my third Bishop Sheen book, I had to do some research in Rochester. And I got to look through a lot of handwritten notes uh, from Archbishop Sheen. And he actually uh, wrote JMJ on each and every one of his papers. But he also wrote the word reparation many times and would circle that word because he really spent a lot of time preaching reparation, especially in his final years. And um, he knew the benefit of making restitution, making reparation for your own sins, but the sins of others. So uh, I know for myself, I'm trying to do a few extra rosaries in reparation. And um, again, I would encourage everyone to say, hey, you want to build up some extra, um, you know, blessings and graces? pray a few extra rosaries. It's really, um, I think of our Blessed Mother, how um, when she appeared in the many apparitions uh, that many of you know, Fatima, Lourdes, um, she says, pray the rosary. And I always think of sacred scripture when, um, you know, you try to see the times that she spoke in sacred scripture. There was that one time, of course, at the wedding feast of Cana, and she said to the uh, people there, do whatever Jesus tells you. Okay. Uh, so listen to mama. And if she says, pray the rosary, let's pray the rosary. So um, again, uh, we want our mother's blessing and she gives us many graces and blessings and we have to ask for it. I mean, mothers are nice and they give us blessings without us even asking, I'm sure. Uh, but when we ask the Blessed Virgin Mary for the graces, for the blessings, uh, she will deliver. She will give them to us. And a uh, mother doesn't refuse her child, especially on that matter. So uh, again, these are just a few uh, things. But uh, again, I can't stress uh, going to the saints. Um, and especially, as I said, the souls in purgatory. Um, every day, I try to pray a few Hail Marys for the holy souls in purgatory. And I make a deal with the holy souls. I said, I'll say three Hail Marys for the holy souls if you help me in my journey. But I usually ask them for one special uh, favor, which is I say, could you please warn me to stay away from sin? Because the holy souls in purgatory suffer a great uh, penalty in the sense that they're, they're paying for uh, their sins. And uh, they're making that, uh, I want to say, final restitution, uh, of course, paying the price of uh, serving those years in purgatory. Uh, so I asked them for the tip to say, please warn me um, uh, of what sins I definitely need to avoid uh, so I don't have the similar fate. Uh, I want to skip purgatory if I can and get straight to heaven. So um, I need a few uh, inside information, you know, some tips. And so I asked for the help of the Holy Souls to uh, warn me. Uh, to uh, avoid purgatory if I can. So uh, again, just another thing to do. But you have to sometimes make this list and say, okay, 
I am going to have a discipline where Bible before breakfast, Bible before bed, I'm going to do a daily examination of conscience. I'm going to try to visit a church every day, even if it's just a drive-by. Just drive by, give the Lord a tip of your hat, a nod, to know and acknowledge he is there. He is present in every tabernacle all over the world. Uh, let's make some spiritual communions. Let's make that our goal. Again, I have all these weight loss goals. I have, you know, I have a diet plan. I have an exercise plan. But do I have my spiritual plan uh, in place that I can um, execute um, the plan and keep to it, keep to it. But sometimes we have to make those goals to say morning prayer, evening examination of conscience, uh, visit the church, uh, all of these things, praying our rosaries, our novenas. Uh, but again, always remembering, unless souls are saved, nothing is safe. So um, again, um, go ahead, Kent. No, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, I'm on a roll here. I'm no, you are. Like, I, I, yeah. Get out of the way. <laughs> I know, no, the, I know. No, no, yeah. no. Do, do just one thing I want to say is, you know, keep, you know, because you are a big influence in me, you know, you know just talking off having someone you know keep touching you know get those you know souls multiplying every day and also keep back and look at the ones that you already have started all rolling because that's the influence that you know dr marshall is saying hey do do this a lot of people we love what he's saying agree with lot just the amazing stuff that he knows the amount of knowledge that he has about the church to challenge us we get challenged so even as you know us we can challenge each other very simply right keep challenging each other too yeah yeah and i think we have to set some disciplines of um i know that i can get um, a little bit fixated on the screen and be watching my 10 favorite shows, uh, all the different ones. Uh, but I know that I need to start uh, spending more time reading the lives of the saints, reading uh, some of these great holy books that are on all our shelves. I mean, I think every one of us have gone to Catholic conferences, bought books and said, oh boy, I can't wait to read that book. But that book is still sitting on that shelf. And so I always say to people, this is the year that you read some of those books that you bought at conferences and uh, make good on your promise. Uh, I think we're going to go back to reading. I think sometimes we're getting a little bit um, computered out or Zoomed out. People always say, oh, I've had too much Zoom meetings, too much Zoom time on the uh <laughs> with the screen well it's great to get the old books out and so uh there you go that's a good one a little wartime prayer book excellent fulton sheen um and speaking of fulton sheen like i am going to uh share a lot of bishop sheen uh with people on the screen now naturally uh i always want people to read the books uh, read the sheen books especially the two that i put together through sophia institute press with the cries of jesus from the cross and Lord, teach us to pray, but I'm going to be uh, producing shows where, um, and thank you for bringing that up, Kent, it's always great to see uh, these two books that have touched tens of thousands of souls, and um, 
again, I think we've, uh, I was told we have sold 20,000 copies of the cries of Jesus from the cross and, and uh, we go, wow, we're just getting started, right? So, uh, but people are starting to realize just how good Sheen is, especially when it comes to our Lord's passion, the seven last words, and how we can use those words in our own life and draw great strength and consolation from them. So um, Sheen pointed us to the cross and the cross is the greatest love story that our Lord came to this world and died on Calvary's cross to save us from our sins. And so uh, he reminded of us, reminded that uh, to us every day. And uh, so I love reading Sheen's writings on the cross. And uh, this year I'm going to uh, do a lot more presentations where I'm going to share what I call Sheen's Lost Works. Uh, there's about 20 of his books that haven't been republished. And I wanna make sure that people see those books, hear them, uh, get to know the content, and I'm going to be um, sharing, say, for example, uh, a chapter a day of these 20 lost books. And so I just started recording uh, this book. Uh, this is called um, uh, For God and Country, uh, 1940. And uh, I, I read through it, and I thought Fulton Sheen is writing in the year 2021 uh, when he's talking to about God and country. And so uh, I go through one chapter each program, uh, bring it up on the screen and uh, read it. And again, hopefully people will be touched by the wisdom of Sheen, but I'm going to uh, take all those hard to find books and put them uh, to a video. And um, again, um, make people smile, make people smile because it is great to see his, um, his gift and um, you know, this is a second one that I'm going to do. It's called The Seven Pillars of Peace. And um, again, it's another book that just has been sitting on the shelf, going nowhere. And uh, yet, uh, I know the ones that uh, I think we need to read again. So um, again, I'll be busy on my YouTube channel, uh, sharing uh, classic Sheen, and of course, uh, doing retreats and um Again, I am a blessed man, and uh, I did a lot of online retreats this year, and um, many of those retreats will be replayed, and I know that um, uh, Patchwork Heart Ministry is going to be sharing uh, my Lenten retreat and um, some reflections in the new year, and so i um, happy to partner with Bill uh, Schneider and Patchwork Heart Ministries and the Fiat Ministry Network to share uh, some of Sheen's wisdom. So uh, again, I'll be doing more um conferences and um, different uh, webinar type presentations. But uh, again, I think there's something uh, to be said about the wisdom of this wise and holy man that uh, saints, um, their stuff is timeless. And so uh, every time I open up a book of Sheen from 1940, 1950, it's like he's writing for the year 2021. So uh, very excited to be able to uh, spend uh, the next uh, few months uh, sharing uh, the glories of Sheen with uh, the audience. And uh, again, it may only be a dozen people on some videos and other videos may have 500 people uh, tuning in. But um, if we can bring one soul closer yep. to Jesus, then we've uh, completed our mission. And it's one more, it's one more um, I want to say, um, coin 
in my pile because <laughs> um, I wanted to have a big pile of coins, uh, spiritual coins um, at the end of the year. I want to have a massive fortune. So, and, you know, I hope uh, again, people will take me the right way. It's like uh, my mom used to always say, and she, she knew we, we, we love money as little boys. And she says, you know, when you go to Holy mass, you get 50 cents. God puts 50 cents in your bank account. So every time you go to mass, you get 50 cents in the spiritual bank account. And so if you keep doing that every day, you'll have thousands of dollars when you, um, when you face the Lord and that'll be your get out of jail money. So, um, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's my mother teach me, but now, now people might uh, differ with my theology, but still um, the scripture says we're to amass a spiritual treasure. We are to try to build up treasure in heaven. And uh, what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? I mean, that is so sobering. And the other thing that I remember too is that uh, Jesus said to his disciples, I am the vine, you are the branches. Without me, you can do nothing. You can do nothing. So um, I know to amass this spiritual fortune, I still need Jesus. I still need him to help me. And so uh, that's why I have his name on the back of my hockey jersey, uh, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, those three most beautiful names. So, um, and I think we need these gentle reminders. People always say, wow, I love your clothing. I love what you got. You got Jesus, Mary, Joseph on your hockey jersey. You got pray, trust, don't worry on the back of your work clothing. And you've got the school of Sheen with uh, unless souls are saved, nothing is saved on the back. I need gentle reminders and um, got to put my clothes on every day. So uh, I got to, I'm trying to make sure I don't fail. I don't fail. So uh, put the posters up on the fridge, put those little prayer cards up on your desk. It, it all works. It all works. Uh, again, you have to uh, build yourself up for success and uh, develop a plan because I want everyone to have a spiritual fortune. Um, by the end of 2021. And um, again, we can do it again in the next year and the next year. <laughs> and as I said, think about the billions, the billions, 30 years of, of trying that. We'll do well. We'll do well. So we'll be doing our, the show every, every year. <laughs> yes. See where we're at after a year. Right. Well, and that's the whole thing. I'd like to be able to look you straight in the eye at a year end show in December of 2021 and say, Yep, I, um, you know, got her done. Got her done. I got. I was faithful to the Bible before breakfast, Bible before bed. Um, I got an extra rosary in every day. I got uh, to mass, you know, this many times, and um, all of this stuff. Because there's no guarantees right now with COVID. Like this is the scary part. Like we're in a stay-at-home order now, so the churches are closed. Where I am up in Canada. Um, we we know that the churches won't open uh, for at least a month, and we'll see what happens after we reach this 28-day uh, agreement that we have, that we're going to try this for 28 days, this stay at home, but it could be another 28 days and another 20, and so we don't know. So uh, there's no guarantee about getting back to Mass, so uh, it's so important that we uh, work on our personal holiness work on our intimacy with God. And, and I say intimacy in that we spend those quiet times with the Lord and um, get to know him, get to know him. Well, and, and um, also everybody that's watching, will be watching, make a comment below the YouTube channel. 
Al's YouTube channel. Uh, we're on Fiat's YouTube channel, Patrick Hart's YouTube channel. We're also on Facebook on Perusia World and EWTN over there and other Facebook pages. So comment uh, what what's your challenge? Maybe you know things that you want to you know, have questions on. What we can do throughout the year? Um, make some comments. Dialogue with each other, challenge each other too, as we're doing these videos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think we have to understand that um, we we care about uh, you, the audience. I mean, it's like anything. It's like uh, we have made so many good friends over the years because um, it is a worldwide audience, and um, we were very touched when um, EWTN Asia Pacific came to us and said. We want to carry your show. Um, there's people in the Philippines and Australia uh, who um, love to hear what you have to say and, of course, love Bishop Sheen. And so, uh, boy, um, sometimes we kind of just think about uh, our own backyard, but uh, it is a worldwide audience. And uh, Bishop Sheen, of course, knew that um, uh, the gospel passage was true. Go and preach to all nations. And so uh, we're just... Um, not just talking the talk, we're walking the walk. So uh, nice to be out there. But uh, please, uh, again, we um, rely on your prayers. We rely on your uh, timely advice and your comments so we can, um, you know, do some shows that uh, will um, appeal to you. And, um, you know, we'll just keep doing what we're doing. I'll keep sharing uh, Bishop Sheen and talking about the topics that uh, I'm hungry for more information about. And um, again, we'll continue to show up every week. And uh, again, um, I want everyone to know um, the greatest story that it's ever told. And that's that God so loved the world that he came and uh, took on human flesh, dwelt among us, and of course died for us on the cross. So uh, Fulton Sheen wanted to share that story with the world. I wanna share that story. I know that Kent and all the partners here at the Fiat Ministry and Network, um, and DeSantis, Bill Schneider, and the many people that have come on board over time to uh, share the gospel message. Uh, we're in this together. So uh, everyone, uh, thank you for joining us this week. I, I really am uh, enjoying the backdrop of Kent Kowalski. Uh, he has the, um, um, of course, the from the cathedral in Peoria, uh, Illinois. This is, uh, again, uh, what people are familiar with, with where Bishop Sheen uh, is laid to rest. And so uh, many pilgrims have been visiting this beautiful, you know, cathedral and, of course, uh, uh, paying their respects and saying their prayers, of course, uh, before the tomb of uh, the Venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. And so uh, I think it'd be very appropriate and timely that we would uh, end this program with um, uh, praying for uh, a spiritual favor uh, from the Venerable Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. So, uh, Kent, if you could bring up uh, on the screen uh, again this picture of this very wise and holy man, and I'd invite everyone to pray along with me. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Eternal Father, you alone grant us every blessing in heaven and on earth through the redemptive mission of your divine Son, Jesus Christ, and by the working of the Holy Spirit. If it be according to your will, glorify your servant, Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen, by granting the favor we now request through his prayerful intercession. And here we pray for God's blessing upon the Fiat Ministry Network, uh, upon my Bishop Sheen apostolate, 
and we pray for spiritual success for all of our viewers and listeners, uh, that they will be able to amass a spiritual fortune in the year 2021. And we make this prayer confidently through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. My good friend, Kent Kowalski, thank you for joining me for this edition of Hungry for More. Uh, know that we have help. We have, of course, the church triumphant and all the saints. Uh, and of course, the angels, our guardian angels. And of course, the church uh, militant, which is you and me. And the church suffering, the holy souls in purgatory. So uh, lots of help. And we just need to work together so that we would all uh, get to heaven one day. So uh, God love you, Ken Kowalski. God love everyone who has tuned in. And uh, Kent, um, of course, uh, any last words uh, you'd like to no, share with our viewers? Thanks, Alf, for uh, letting me on. Flew by. Flew by. And I really appreciate it. A lot of get that list out and get that fortune, that, that spiritual fortune. We hopefully can do this at the end of the year see what you know you know amounts to a huge spiritual influx of of fortune for everyone so i, I hope uh that and you know i just want to let everybody know uh, alice a huge uh, influence on fiat ministry network uh, i just want to thank him personally on a video I, i've always thanked him on just uh, talking but he's a huge Part of Fiat Ministry Network. And, uh, I couldn't be doing what I'm doing without him. With a lot of him. So, thank you, Al. Oh, you're welcome. It's, um, I've just come. <laughs> this is my clubhouse, and uh, this is a tree fort that I get to go play in. And and I think for many of people like myself who have been on community radio stations and uh, know that um, again, humble beginnings is uh, so important. Uh, this has been my humble beginning, and it's always been uh, very much a, a joy for me to just um, learn my craft uh, here on the Fiat Ministry Network. So, uh, again, we're uh, nothing that special, but uh, <laughs> I think we have the most fun, I think, of anybody on the Internet. So uh, it is great to come and play each week on the Fiat Ministry Network. So uh, everyone, uh, as I've been saying for many years now, stay hungry. Stay holy, and we'll see you next week on Hungry for More. Patchwork Heart Ministry and Fiat Ministry Network present Hear Your Faith, a brand new audio subscription service that features a growing collection of uplifting Catholic audio choruses, talks, and other exclusive content to help you grow deeper in your faith and knowledge of Catholicism. Subscribe today at patreon.com slash patchworkheartministry.